Hey, it's Gina Stevens. Welcome to Belois Radio, where we bring you digital marketing tips, expert interviews, and industry news for community media, community radio, and independent media. Visit our website at belwamedia.com. Thank you for joining me here on Belois Radio. My name is Gina Stevens, and I am your host. You are joining me for part two of storytelling, telling the social justice and advocacy story. In this part, we're going to be talking about how to tell your story, encouraging consistent giving, and telling authentic stories. So number one, how to tell your story. Don't begin before you've clearly defined your goals and you have a good understanding of your target audience. Also, you don't want to start before you've established reasonable and measurable KPIs. Number two, encouraging consistent giving. Understand that people respond to relatable stories that provoke an emotional response. And number three, telling authentic stories. Never make up stories and never pressure people to tell stories they're not quite ready to share. So these are the how-tos of storytelling. Good storytelling campaigns have clearly defined goals and measurable objectives. So we're going to go ahead and get started in part two of storytelling, telling the social justice and advocacy story. One, clearly define and articulate organizational goals to your staff, board members, volunteers, and funders. I also facilitate strategic planning, um, retreats, workshops with board members. And one of the things that is pretty consistent across the board is that oftentimes board members don't agree on what the organizational goals are. I would send out a survey um, at least two weeks before the retreat or the workshop is going to happen. And one of those questions is, what do you believe um, are the top five goals for your organization? So that's one of the questions that I ask. And I leave it open-ended. I don't put anything on the survey for them to put check marks by. I leave the, um, the boxes blank because I want them to actually type in what they believe are the top five organizational goals. And then I get the results and I present the results at the retreat. And one of the things that really surprises the board members is that their answers are all over the place. That's an indication that they're not all on the same page or that they don't understand what their organizational goals are. So be very clear and articulate what your organizational goals are to your staff, board members, volunteers, and funders. Number two, ensure everyone involved in storytelling development understands the target audience for every story. Number three, set reasonable and measurable key performance indicators. What's keeping you on track to reach your goals? So what key performance indicators are, those are the things that you're going to use to measure what is it that we're going to use so that we know that we are actually on our way to reaching our goals. So you have to make sure you set those key performance indicators. And they have to be reasonable. You don't want to set these KPIs so in a way to where they're unattainable, okay, and that you can't actually measure them. So for example, what a key performance indicator would be for social media, for example, is 
you want to say, okay, our key performance indicators are going to be how many um, followers we've gained. This is going to keep be a key performance indicator for us as far as social media is concerned. We want to know that we've by the first quarter we've actually gotten um, 200 of the thousand followers that we wanted to get for the whole year. But we want to get those by that first quarter. We want to um, we want to have raised $200 in the first quarter of our fundraising that we wanted to. We want to raise $1,000 over the course of the year using social media. And by the first quarter, we want to have raised $200 of that. And that way we know we're on target to meet our goals. Those are key performance indicators. These things have to be reasonable, okay? Number four, once you've... Uh, Steps one, two, and three are complete. Then you want to focus on developing your stories, keeping your goals and audiences in mind. So you can't get to step four. You should not jump to step four, focus on developing stories, unless you know what one, two, and three are. Okay? You, you can't even start developing your stories unless you know what steps one, two, and three are. Okay? Unless you've completed one, steps one, two, and three. Now step five. Once you focus on developing your stories and you know what your stories are going to be, then you need to know how you're going to develop and implement, uh, develop and implement an engagement strategy to share your organization's stories. So now you know, okay, we're going to focus on developing those stories. We know what those stories are going to be. Now we need to know how we're going to implement our, our storytelling strategy and how we're going to engage people who we want to put our stories out to. So there's a very careful strategic steps that you're going to take. Now, number six, the how-tos of storytelling. An effective storytelling strategy inspires and engages people to contribute skills and resources towards advancing your agency's costs. So number six, make it clear who your story is about using a protagonist or subject who is both familiar and relatable. So here's the part where you want to work with people in your community. Remember that social capital we spoke about in part one, okay? So using your social capital, you're going to want to involve people in your community. So your protagonist may be someone who uses the services of your organization. Your protagonist may be someone, because remember, these are going to be people who are most affected. The protagonist of the story is going to be someone who is most affected by your, by your organization, um, most affected by the services that you provide, okay? So it could be the person you're providing services to. It could be whoever is working for your, your organization, or it could be people in the community, all right? Number seven, make an effort to collect stories from people in the community. Now, we often give money to people whose stories and lives we feel most connected to. So make an effort to collect stories from people in the community. Now remember, community is a broad word. Community is a very broad word. Now community can be the people who you provide services to, the people who work for your organization, and the people in the community as a whole. That could be the people who live in the actual community. That could be businesses in the community. That could be organizations you've partnered with. So community, think about community in a very broad uh, in a very broad way. Number eight, explore the issues affecting the protagonist or the subject of the story. Collect stories that deepen 
and understanding of the protagonist or the subject. And number nine, develop stories that show the protagonist and, and or your agency as an agent for change, a key figure in providing solutions. So this part is going to be extremely important for you because, remember, what you're supposed to be doing as a social justice and advocacy organization is affecting change. So your stories, and, and uh, as you go back to step four, when you're focusing on developing stories, keeping your goals and audiences in mind, come back to step nine, these stories are going to show your protagonist or subject of your story and or your agency as an agent for change, a key figure in providing solutions to the problems that are affecting the protagonist, the community, the people affected most by what's going on in the community. Number 10, tell current and prospective funders how your agency, tell them exactly how your agency wants to affect change. Be very, very clear with your ask because your agency, your organization is an agent for change. So you have to be very clear about how your agency wants to affect change. And you have to be very clear with your ask. What is it that you need from the people you are asking for help? What is it exactly that you need from them in order to help you do what you need to do, okay? So this is the end of part two of storytelling, telling the social justice and advocacy story. Part three is going to be about encouraging consistent giving, and then we're going to wrap things up with how to tell great stories. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about encouraging consistent giving, and then how to tell a great story so that you can encourage consistent giving. Thank you for joining me here on Bell Radio, and you've been listening to Gina Stevens. Mm-hmm.